Given the ubiquitous nature of the phrase, God loves you, it is remarkable how few people truly feel desired by God. There are too many people in the world mouthing the words, God is love, but feel empty inside. There are too many people in the world bowing their heads towards a creator that stands over them, not realizing that God is a supple lover who wants to do nothing more than run fingers through your hair. And this presents a larger problem, because it is so difficult to feel the love of another, to feel love for another, if you don't feel love within. And I don't just mean the self-love that has become so popular in our culture today, where we try to convince our ego that we are good enough, smart enough, worthy of being loved. I mean that profound sense of peace that flows through our being when we come to see the Beloved calling out, saying, I am here, I am here, I am here, and I love you. I want you, I desire you. In the sweetness of the peach, we taste the Beloved saying, I love you. In the voice of the songbird, we hear the Beloved singing, I love you. In the smile of the person sitting next to us, we see the Beloved saying, I love you. The whole universe is in love with you. It is calling out in sensuous desire. When we finally hear this, our lives become a prayer and a song of praise because we turn right back around and sing the only response that actually makes sense when someone so precious to us says, I love you, I desire you, I want you. We say, I love you too. It is here that we understand Kabir when he writes, God is in me and God is in you. As life is hidden in every seed, put false pride away and seek God within. When I sit in the heart of God's world, a million suns blaze with light. A burning blue sea spreads across the sky. Life's turmoil falls quiet. All the stains of suffering wash away. Listen to the unstruck bells and drums. Love is here. Plunge into its rapture. Rains pour down without water. Rivers are streams of light. How could I ever express how blessed I feel to revel in such ecstasy in my own body? This is the music of soul and soul meeting, of the forgetting of all grief. This is the music that transcends all coming and going the music of soul and soul meeting. Not the penitent sinner kneeling before the angry father, not the lonely child of the distant and unknown parent, but the lover's embrace of soul and soul meeting. In his poem, Our True Heritage, Tignat Han writes, The cosmos is filled with precious gems. Each moment you are alive is a gem shining through and containing earth and sky, water and clouds. It needs you to breathe gently for the miracles to be displayed. Suddenly you hear the birds singing and the pines chanting, 
See the flowers blooming, the blue sky, the white clouds, the smile, and the marvelous look of your beloved. You, the richest person on earth, who has been going around begging for a living, stop being the destitute child. Come back and claim your heritage. We are not beggars asking for mercy. We are not vile creatures in the eyes of the one we desire most. Could there have been a more erroneous and ultimately damaging vision to profess from the pulpits of the world? Perhaps there are aspects of your life that are only now coming out of the shadow, that are only now being revealed to you. But the Beloved has always known you and loves you regardless, desires you regardless of whatever you might find shameful. We have pretended to be the destitute child chanting, Woe is me, who could love me, who would desire me? But the answer is so simple. All of creation desires you. It sings in every moment. Most of us just don't listen. We are too busy. Or we avoid listening because we imagine we won't get what we need or we project onto God some thoughts we don't want to hear. But if we take the time, if we give ourselves to the practice of loving God, the only thing we will find is the music of soul and soul meeting. I leave you with one final poem, written perhaps by the greatest lover of God, Rumi. He says, The whole world could be choked with thorns. A lover's heart will stay a rose garden. The wheel of heaven could wind to a halt. The world of lovers will go on turning. Even if every being grew sad, a lover's soul will stay fresh, vibrant, light. Mount the stallion of love and do not fear the path. Love's stallion knows the way exactly. With one leap, love's horse will carry you home, however dark with obstacles the way may be. Lovers of love, we are not condemned to being condemned. Our purpose is adoration, but that adoration goes both ways. Just as we lay flowers on the altar, flowers are laid on our altar as well. Just as we light worship candles, a flame is lit within us as well. We adore this mutilated world and we praise the beloved. So put away the begging bowl. It is not appropriate. Instead, Mount Love's Stallion. This is the stallion we ride. This is the stallion that will carry us home. You are the richest person in the world because you are desired. And in that holy gaze, we can face anything. Thank you for listening to this meditation. You can find a written version of it on my website at ianwhitemar.com slash meditations. Who are the people in your life who would really enjoy and benefit from this meditation? Pick one. Send them a link. Maybe start a conversation with them. 
What does it mean to hear the music of soul and soul meeting? Where is love's stallion taking you? The spiritual journey isn't something we need to do on our own. We are meant to travel the path with partners. I hope you will join me again next week.